Good evening. Welcome to the Parenting Versus Podcast. <laughs> podcast? Um, <clears throat> I was experimenting with uh, doing the podcast on a computer. Uh-huh. And actually, I downloaded uh, Jeff's music, and um, I was going to make it so it sounded more professional. Yeah, But it's you. a lot of work, so I decided not to. <laughs> but I'm not. Yeah. In case, um, I mean, it's not high tech. <laughs> okay. And I feel bad because Jeff's music sounds a lot better if you like listen to it on good speakers. But <laughs> we're just going to stop by saying when you listen to it. Anyways. Sorry. Um, kind of want to make it a short one because I want to watch some- something. Okay. I want to watch a movie tonight. Okay. Kids are in bed. Um, I'm gonna Lovely get a... uh, ETA on the bedtime tonight, I have to say. Yeah, I gotta get a beer. I gotta get a beer. We start podcasting and automatically he's like, I gotta get a beer. So while Lorenzo was putting the kids to bed, um, because we rotate, it was a daddy night tonight, so it was his turn to put the kids to bed, and on a mommy night, it's my turn. Um, I was watching Vice News, and they had this documentary about what it's like to be a truck stop stripper, and I was like, well, that sounds interesting. And so I like throw it on and it's this little like mini documentary mm-hmm. and it <laughs> took place in your hometown. Yep. Moriarty. Good old Moriarty, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hey, it's yeah. Moriarty. <laughs> There's not much in Moriarty, but there is a strip club and there is a truck stop, maybe two or three. Um, Which means there's truck stop strippers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're not a high tech podcast. We, <laughs> I have a microphone. Um, I like how you just changed the subject. <laughs> oh, did you want to continue to talk about I mean, Moriarty? Not really. I just, or am I making you uncomfortable? Oh no. The, oh, okay. The documentary made me feel uncomfortable because that's yeah. like where I grew up, and it's. Well, the funny thing is, Lorenzo's mom works at a beauty salon, and I. On the documentary, they were in a beauty salon in Moriarty, but it wasn't Lorenzo's mom's. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's, there's two. two. There, I think there's three or like, four. Like, how? How is there two beauty salons? Yeah. Like, I'm baffled. There's, yeah. <laughs> um, that town has definitely kind of, uh, I don't know, what's the correct word? Like, gone downhill? I don't know. I've never understood that phrase because when I, when things are going downhill, you assume they're easier. Yeah. Like... You know what I mean? Yeah. Scientifically, it should be easier if you're going downhill. It's like less work. Right. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I have no idea. So, yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, check it out. It's on Vice. If you want to, I, I or don't. I couldn't get through it just because I grew up there. <laughs> yeah. But, um. It's pretty depressing. I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't waste your time. No. But. but, so what else is new? Oh, started a new job i've been working a lot mm-hmm. um yeah nothing too crazy just... why is why is your job not just you can you hold my beer real quick sorry i have to scratch my head um chauvinist <laughs> why is our job um always in the center of like like what's going on you because know what i mean that's where you spend the most time during your day mm. it gets the most of your brain power sure and your energy and your time yeah, should it? Yes. I guess it should. I don't know. I mean, to to a point. Yeah. Maybe, but I don't know. Um Yeah, so we watched a pretty good movie the other day called Extinction, was it? Extinction? I don't know. I just searched for sci-fi on Netflix. Netflix is getting really good, I think. 
Well, it was a Netflix original. Yeah. I think it was called Extinction. Um, and it was super good. I don't want to spoil it, but it had some really good plot twists. Yeah. So if you're looking for a good sci-fi movie, mm-hmm. it's kind of not... It's good. And then we're watching yeah. one now uh, called Moon. Yeah. I don't think that's a sci-fi. I don't, I, it's sci-fi, but I don't think it's a Netflix. I, no, it was some um, independent movie thing. That's good so far, too. I think yeah. I, have, I have an idea of what's going to happen. I do, too, and I'm waiting to so, see. But that idea is pretty neat. Yeah. I watched a YouTube video today from a YouTuber YouTube uh, channel called Quartzigart. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they explain a lot of science stuff on the channel, and it's I, I've I've mentioned it on the pod, on our podcast before, but it's like a uh, it's animated, and they have birds on there. It's like birds like doing stuff and um, acting out things. But they the topics are usually like science based, like they explained black holes and dark matter and dark energy and um, special relativity, general relativity, all kinds of weird science stuff, like mm-hmm. hard to understand science stuff. They hard to understand for me, stuff. yeah. Anyways, um, they they released a video this week about colonizing the moon, mm-hmm. and it was really neat, really interesting to think about. They were saying that we have the technology to colonize the moon now, and they compared it to colonizing, um, like when colonies were brought here to the United what States. What is the holdup? Uh, governments. That's so dumb. So... Um, Some big friggin' bureaucratic mess. Yeah. Like, anyway, you guys, we neat. could live on the moon. Mm-hmm. Get over your shit. Handle your problems with each other. Mm-hmm. Let's live on the moon, guys. Sure. Because your government doesn't exist on mm-hmm. the moon. Yeah. We could all be friends. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Pretty neat. We could all hold hands and sing Kumbaya. Mm-hmm. Yep. You doing okay? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I have to tell you, like, I've been tightly wound this week. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the boss. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you're like the boss I'm of the, everything. I'm the boss. The now. boss of all things. No, I mean not that intense. I believe that would be God, probably, <laughs> if we're gonna go that route. But, anyways, um, in my little realm, my scope of my job, I am now the boss, and. When you're the boss, there's a lot of responsibilities and there's a lot of stuff to learn and there's a lot of crap you have to do and fires you have to put out and mm-hmm. I had to fire somebody, which is, you know, I feel bad, but not really because she was a terrible employee. Um, <laughs> like I feel bad, but I don't because she sucked. Yeah, she kind of did. Anyways. Peace. Um, I just, it's crazy to me because I am a very like, I like to have fun. I like to be free spirited mm-hmm. and I like to be carefree and it's it's hard for me to be like like I'm good at being responsible mm-hmm. and I'm good at being structured and I'm good at being a leader but the part of being a leader that requires me to be a total bitch sometimes is really hard for me <laughs> cuz I'm like I mean I really like you but you're fired like it's like required of yeah. you. You have to do it as a boss, but as a human, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, because the person I had to, like, we had to fire, like, she's, she was young. You know what I mean? It was some young immaturity stuff. And I'm like, dude, I mean, it, honestly, if you would have just gotten your crap together, it wouldn't have been a big deal, but it's a repeating mm-hmm. problem. Yeah. But yeah, so I don't like that part. And it's been kind of stressing me out a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then I have an audit tomorrow. I'm sorry, this is super boring. We can... <laughs> 
I can talk about things. Sure. Yeah, let's boring. move on to something else. Yeah, audits. I mean, that's like probably the most boring thing I could say right now. <laughs> okay, cool. Like, I'm, I'm going to do everyone's taxes. You want to you hear all the numbers? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so I'm just kind of like cycling through this, like yeah. getting adjusted to being the boss. Yeah, I gotcha. You know, I, okay, okay. Sorry. I just have to say one more thing. Okay. Like the other night, for example. <sighs> We're sitting at Copper Lounge sighing. because Are you I'm okay? so stressed out. Okay. We're sitting at Copper Lounge. And by the way, shout out Copper Lounge. You guys have like, it's like a game changer in there. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's nice. If you haven't been since they've done the Good upgrade, cocktails. go. It's it's like 1920s speakeasy. You wonderful. can't find a $2 Pabst or tacos. but Anymore. You, no. <laughs> but you'll be, you'll be impressed with what you do find. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're sitting at Copper Lounge. We're out with some friends. I'm like, cool. We have no kids tonight. It's Saturday. Gonna get my drink on. Not too crazy, but you know, I'm gonna have a few. Gonna get silly. Um, And then as I'm holding this delicious cocktail, I get this message from my boss. Hey, so-and-so can't come in tomorrow again, aka the person we fired. Can you please cover tomorrow? And I'm like, you know, Sunday. But then I'm like, well, this is my job just kind of sucked because I was like cocktail in hand and I'm like this could go one of two ways right now and I'm gonna have to take the grown-up road and it sucks yeah (laughs) I don't want to no I gotcha um (laughs) yeah it's fun hanging out with friends and stuff um I don't know I uh feel like sometimes when you're in your 30s you get a little bit of freedom and then you drink too much I guess it's because you can finally afford it. I guess, but maybe we can't, though. Like, I don't know. Um, and I also feel like when I drink, I mean, it affects me more. And I don't know. It just... That's I, called your old. Yeah. And I also feel kind of bad about it just because it's a waste of money. I don't think it's a waste of money. Hanging out with friends and stuff <laughs> is cool. I don't know. Social therapy. Anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, As you drink your beer. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I bought them. Might as well drink them. Um, I'm drinking a Santa Fe Brewing Company. It's the Oktoberfest. It's interesting. It's different. You wanted to try it the other day, but... No, I know. And I... Oh, my gosh. Marble Brewing has the Pumpkin Noir beer right now. Mm -hmm. And I literally, like, I don't usually go and, like, have a beer by myself at a brewery. The other day, I was, like, I was there. I was, like, hey, someone come and meet me. Everybody was, like, couldn't come. And I was, like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to have a beer by myself. Don't even care. I wanted to go, but I was selling a car. I know. Um, so I sat there, and I just like enjoyed my pumpkin noir, and I was like, this yeah. is actually very pleasant. I've done that a few times, too. Yeah. I because, don't... I mean, we're paying for daycare. Yeah. And the kids don't get out until, you know, later in well, the afternoon. So I'm like, I'm, and that's... A- I'm out. I have a few hours. I'll just sit here and read my news and drink a beer. But see, I always feel guilty doing that, and I don't know why. It's a stupid, it's a stupid guilt that I've had. Like being alone? No, well, maybe, but like, no, like, I'm like, oh, the kids are at daycare. I should go get them. I should go get them. I'm a terrible mom. I'm stopping for a beer when I should go get my kids at daycare. But you're right. We are paying for it. And the price doesn't change if I pick them up early. You know what I mean? Right. We're still paying for it. I think the only thing would be like, if you wanted more time with them, but I think that they have structure and they have friends and they have teachers and stuff there. It's not going to be fun for them to be getting carted around town with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
like, I feel like they would have more fun. Maybe I'm justifying it. I don't know. But yeah, and then sometimes I look at the clock and I'm like, Mah, they might even still be dealing with nap time. I have no idea. Um, oh, their nap time is early. Is it? Okay. Yeah. See, I wasn't sure. But yeah, no, I felt kind of guilty that day. So I like halfway through my beer, I was like, I should probably hurry up and go get the kids. And like, yeah. but it was, it was nice. It was pleasant. It was a nice pumpkin beer. I sat in the nice leather chairs mm-hmm. by myself. That's the thing that people in their 30s look forward to, I guess. Is Solitude and booze. Pretty much. Times they are changing. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I said that, but anyway. There's a, there's a song about that. <laughs> I know there is. Do you want to sing it? I don't. Oh, okay. Where are you going? I just need to stand up. My knee was bugging me because I'm old. Oh, you need your phone too? I, I just have for to some write. Reason? I have to write something down. You have to text somebody in the middle of a podcast? No. Okay. No. I'm not doing that. I'm just, I'm writing something down so I can remember it later. Oh, okay. Um, I feel, I feel like I just went through a transition. Not like, I don't know. (laughs) Like a trans, like a life transition. Oh, okay. And it's really strange. Um, I feel like. That joke was in poor taste. I'm sorry. I feel like, I don't know. It's weird. Like I, I. I just lost my train of thought, too. You're going through a transition. I do that all the time. Just things feel different. Yeah, they do. Um, Time goes by super fast. There's a lot of crisis going on in my head, which might be made up, might not be, I don't know. Um, But I feel like time goes by faster and faster and faster and faster. Like, we're going to celebrate 10 years of marriage. Um, really soon in March, and uh, which I'm excited about because I'm excited plans. about too. But uh, that just seems crazy to me. Me too. Um, I'm in my 30s. That seems crazy to me. I still can't picture myself um, being past like 30 years old. That's yeah, weird. And there's a lot of things that are going on in my head that I'm trying to make sense of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I teach my kids the scientific method, um, which basically is, um. You know, have a question, um, research, make a you know, make a prediction, mm-hmm. test your hypothesis, you and then and then and then cycle it. At right at the end of this this podcast series, everybody who's ever listened to this podcast is going to be like a professional about, about what? the scientific method because yeah. you talk about it a lot. Anyways, but but you can't approach everything with the scientific method. Some things aren't going to make sense, and um, I tend to approach things kind of like in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, like, I deal with a lot of things, a lot of questions. I deal with a lot of crisis. Mm, I don't know. And I and I just, I just kind of, that's where I am, I guess. I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's a 30s thing. Uh-huh. We deal with a lot of crisis. Internal crisis. Um, crises. Yeah. You have to work to kind of keep your marriage uh, fresh, I guess. Um What's wrong? My eyes are burning. This happens every podcast. Not everyone, but every like, podcast. For some weird reason, my eyes are burning right now, and I don't know why. Um, it's super weird. Let's talk about that. No, I don't want to. Okay. So. I'm just gonna pretend like it's not yeah. happening. Okay. Every podcast, your eyes start to burn. Maybe. Not even signed. joking. Well. Maybe so it's what, that. Maybe it's that poisonous candle that so I bought you. What we've gleaned from this conversation is that everyone's going to understand the scientific method and my eyes burn a lot yeah maybe i should parent pause so you can like 
Do no. it with your eyes. So I can deal with my eyes? What am I going to do? Gouge them out? No, you can wash them off. Wash them I out. I can wash them off. <laughs> yeah. You can pour some booze in there. Yeah. Speaking so, of that, I have mm-hmm. to say, like, as an adult. Mm-hmm. You drink a lot? Well, more than I probably should, but... No, I'm excited that we, like, I'm starting to acquire, like, different liquors for our liquor cabinets. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, excited about that. Yeah? I like that it's I guess not, because like, in your 20s, like, we would drink them up. Well, that's the thing. In your 20s, you're like, I'm going to kill this bottle with friends tonight. And I'm yeah. like, it doesn't have to be that way. Like, you can open yeah. this, like, drawer, this door and be like, wow, I have options. And they're at home and, like, mm-hmm. you don't have to pay, like, an arm and a leg. Man, people who made good decisions in their 20s, kudos to you guys. Yeah, but... Because... They also Dang. probably have some regrets, too. I think that... Well, everybody always... has regrets, but not as many as when you were, like, wasted. <laughs> wow. You know what I mean? Like, I have way more regrets. I always felt bad. I have this, like, guilt. You know what I mean? Like, I have a lot of guilt. I feel like that's the recurring theme tonight. Guilt? Guilt. <laughs> I, I have a lot of guilt. I do. You should let that shit go. Mm, yeah. I guess so. I mean, it's not doing you any favors to hang on to it. No, I know. But I, I, I mean, I, I feel yeah. guilty about a lot of stuff. But can you change that? Like, can you change the stuff you feel guilty about? Because if you can't change it, then you should let it go. Well, I mean, I think guilt serves a purpose. Which is? Um, you know something is wrong and you shouldn't do it. Doesn't mean you should just say, oh. No, but that's when you take a mental note and then you dismiss the baggage that uh-huh. you carry around. Yeah, I know. Because guilt I is gotcha. pretty heavy. Yeah, I gotcha. And I think that it has a lot to do with like who, like how you're brought up. Um, so one thing too that we were talking about this last weekend was um, how growing up kind of shapes you. Mm-hmm. And I think my guilt does it is kind of there because of the way I was brought up. Yeah, we've talked. About and you know what's crazy too. It's like when you're talking to somebody on Twitter or Facebook or in person or on the phone or texting or whatever. Like if you're in a relationship with somebody in some way. Mm-hmm. That's why empathy is so important. Because you know your situation mm-hmm. and your upbringing has shaped you. But you don't know how their upbringing shaped them. Right. Because everybody is so different. Yeah. And that's why friendship is so cool. Because you kind of get an idea of who people are. And you know how they were shaped. You know how they were brought up because you know a little bit about their history. And you're like, oh, man, that makes sense. And you can, like, have empathy mm-hmm. for those people. I don't know. I value friendship just because of that. I mean, people can have empathy for you. They can kind of imagine what it's like to be you for a second. And they and they kind of get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that totally. feels good when, like, a friend gets you and they're like, oh, man, I get that. Yeah. And I think it takes a while to find friends like mm-hmm. that, too. Yeah. Like, there's some people I've known my entire life that were friends, but they don't get me on a level that I would consider, like, Yeah. And there's fluent. some some people who get you pretty quickly. Right. And and yeah. those people just get me. Like, we yeah. have a little tribe right yeah. now, um, you know, of people that I feel like really do get me, and I get them. And, yeah. And it's, it's cool. It's yeah. really cool. I like that a lot. Um, yeah. But it's rare, too. If you have a friend like that, that's the kind of friendship you want to work at because it's valuable and it's yeah. going to follow you. Your entire life. Yeah, I get it. I get it too. So. Yeah. So, are you excited about our anniversary? Um. I am. I want to figure out the details first. Yes, you do. Um, because that's just who I am. But I need to. I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna recycle this oh. can and I'm gonna grab a Deschutes stout and I will come right back. Okay. So our 10 year anniversary is in March and we are toying around with the idea of buying a Groupon and going somewhere. And we narrowed it down. We want to go to Europe and we narrowed it down even further. And we were like, you know, we think we want to go to Ireland. Like that's just kind of what we decided on. We were thinking about Spain or Italy, but I think Ireland to start is a good, a good one. Um, so we're just kind of trying to figure out what that means. We have to get our passports figured out first, but that's the goal anyway. Like, yeah, you know, I've always wanted to go to Europe. I've always wanted to go to like Ireland mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm excited about you know adventure and travel and all this other stuff, but I'm also very cautious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I usually don't pull the trigger on purchases just because I, I that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. But um, I talked to my parents. I'm like, yeah, we'll watch them. We'll split the we'll split the nights with Steve and Sue. If Steve mm-hmm. and Sue can do it, your parents. Yeah. Um, we've yet to talk to them. My parent, my mom said that she's done. Okay. Um, but yeah, ten years. That's just crazy. And I think that ten years is it feels like the hump. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because. Well, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Well, I, I I want to. I want to get to the point where we feel like we don't need to murder each other. <laughs> Yeah. Because we've been there and it's 10 years and we're just like kids are young. Um, finances sometimes are a mess. Like our our student loans, for some reason, even though we pay them each month, are growing bigger. Um, and, you know, moving stuff and and housing and there's a lot of stressors on people who are in our situation. Um, I feel like this is real life algebra with our student loans. I'm not happy with it. Yeah. It's... Yeah, well, the way that our student loans are set up is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, people in our situation, some of, a lot of them might not make it because they feel like us sometimes, like they want to stab each other in the throat repeatedly. Wow, you've really thought about this, haven't no, you? No, I just know how we treat each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I I know we love each other, but it's it's a lot more work than... When we were hitting up, uh, you know, Bert's Tiki Lounge in 2006. Rip. 2007. Rest in peace, Bert. Um, So you have to work at it more. You have to have a lot more patience and grace for everybody around you, your kids and your and your spouses. And it just, it's just hard. But I know that once you get over that, once the kids get a little bit older and you've gone through some stuff together, um, I think you appreciate those each other more. I think you try to better yourself. You try to be more presentable towards your spouse more, I guess. We have um, more time to do that too, I think. Yeah. Um, I don't know. At least I hope so. I mean, we, we've we only been married 10 years once. We haven't killed each other yet. No, we haven't killed each other yet. I mean, that's good, right? But it's man, nice. dude, we, we like... We bicker about the most silly things and I, I i catch myself sometimes i'm like like we were talking about the other day with our friends um and i know you don't do the dishes anymore which is fine i'll do the dishes i anymore. don't do them anymore because i got tired of hearing how yeah. i was doing them I'll, I'll, I'll do them anyway but you can suck like it. like i was saying like i'm 
I was telling them, like, I'm an educator. I don't feel like I'm being a jerk when I'm just, like, giving you information. Sometimes people don't ask for yeah. your information. No, I know. And that's why I'm like, I catch myself midway. I'm like, when, you, when I see you doing something weird and it doesn't, like, it doesn't make sense to me, I'm like, back in my mind, I'm like, I should let this go. <laughs> and I'm like, I can't let this go. I have to say something. Like and what? Like the tortilla chips today? Yeah, you have a stack of like 15 tortillas and you're like... <laughs> and yet you're still going to... You're going to judge me. I'm not judging like, you, but like... Guess what? You're doing that wrong. <laughs> but then, but then when they're done, guess who's going to eat them? Mm-hmm. Oh, you are. Yeah. And you're not going to complain when you're eating them. So no, why don't you just not complain when I, I'm cleaning I know. them up? And I, I appreciate you because it's like the thought that counts. You know what I mean? I feel really... Is it though? I feel really good when people thank me for things that I do. Like, um, well, you know, Luke asked me to make more of those because he took some for snack mm-hmm. and he wanted more. And I said, yes, I will make mm-hmm. more for you. I think there's a little bit of truth in that book, the, the Love Languages book, mm-hmm. even though it's really cheesy. Um, and I for sure am a words of affirmation person Wait. with... Everything's fine. Thought I heard a kid. No. I'm for sure a words of affirmation person with like a with like a slight um what's the one? Um Quality Oh, time? gifts of service. Acts of service. Acts of service. So <clears throat> Yeah. That's why I write you emails. That's why I tell you things. Like I I'll I'll say to you things like, Hey, thank you so much for blah 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 because that makes sense to me. Um, and that's that's also why I, I cook. That's like foreign to me, though. Words of yeah. affirmation. I'm like, I don't care what yeah. you say. Do it. Yeah. And that's also why I cook. Like when I cook breakfast, when, when I cook breakfast or I cook dinner or something, like I'm doing something for my family. Like I an act of service. Yeah. Act of service. Which speaking of childhood, I'm sorry for rambling. I'll, I'll let you speak. I don't have anything. To um, when I was a kid, and people would, and I went to somebody's house. And Let me tell you what's bugging me right now. What's that? You're holding a beer, freshly opened. You have not had a sip of it. I'm going to help you out. Okay, go ahead. This um, is my act of service to you, sir. So, this is the weirdest thing, but when I went to people's house... Oh. It's good, huh? That is good. It's really good. The shoots... I mean, what I've is it? it it's a Black, Black Butte, Butte Porter. Porter. So, I've um, had it before, but I just forget how much I love this It's beer. refreshing. It's a refreshing porter. Um... When I've gone to people's houses and they've cooked me dinners or cooked me meals or had me over for dinner, mm-hmm. I was so weird about it. They would invite me over for dinner. I would come. I would play with their kids, like my friends from school. This was in Santa Fe. Mm-hmm. And they would invite me to stay for dinner. And I would say, okay, I'll stay for dinner. But then I wouldn't eat. I would say, oh, no, thanks. I'm not hungry. That's so rude. I didn't know it was rude. I just didn't, I didn't feel like I, I, th- I felt like it would have been rude to like, take their resources like their food i i I didn't they wouldn't offer it if they didn't i know that now but i i didn't feel like i was worthy of like having their dinner that's really sad (laughs) and it was weird i I would not because you grew up in moriarty and there's also a lot no i grew up in santa fe i mean but there's a lot of truck stop strippers yeah maybe (laughs) maybe they needed that dinner more than you did maybe they did but Everything comes full circle, you know. I guess so. No, but I wouldn't. And it was like a acts of service thing. Like I felt really, I felt, okay, I'll wait. I'm just, keep going. Hmm? Keep going. I'm... 
Well, I, I want you to hear what I'm saying. I am hearing you. Yeah. You know, I can listen and do things at the same time. It's weird. That's weird because I can't. Well, I'm a woman. Um, I'm not. So when somebody does something for me, I feel I, I felt like they're doing something for me. That's really weird to me. Like, why would they do something for me? That's really nice. I can't accept that. I don't know. It's just the way it was. Hmm. Um, and later, as I as I grew older, I think when I was in high school, I went to somebody's house and they did that to me. They offered me some food, and I was like, "Oh no, thanks. I'm not hungry." And they're like, and they told me like flat out, like it's it's a little bit rude if you don't like we want you to eat. Like they picked up on like how weird I was being about it. Um, and I was like, okay, fine, but I don't know. There's a lot going into that, but today. If I make food for my family and stuff, like, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm doing something because I, because I, you know, I want to show, like, show a gesture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that's my thing. Okay. I don't know what, why we, why I was talking about. <laughs> Love languages. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and marriage and stuff. And marriage and stuff. Yeah. Marriage is hard. Marriage is super hard. I think it's, I feel like it's easier for some people. Uh, I... You don't know that, though. I mean, maybe that's just what they project, you know? Mm-hmm. Nobody... It's like that stupid phrase, like, you don't know what happens behind closed doors. It's kind of true. <laughs> it's a stupid phrase. It's true. No. I know. I hate when people say, like, cliche phrases, mm-hmm. but at the same time, there's some of them, I'm like, yeah, that does make a lot of sense. Yeah. There's a reason people say yeah. that. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, I think marriage is one of those things, like, we keep talking about. Like 10 years, even though it feels like we want to murder each other and repeatedly stab each other in the throat, um, at times, we also have learned a lot and we've grown a lot. We've become different people than we were, you know, back in 2009, Mm -hmm. which thank God, I mean, I don't know, 2009 was, yeah, I don't even want to think about it. I mean, well, I just, you know... I was putting some things in perspective today as I was driving, you know, and I was kind of just observing my surroundings. I'm good. Um, Mm -hmm. And I was like, looking at our neighborhood now, where we're renting, and I was thinking about in Missouri, like where we lived. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking about, that's like a huge step. Yeah. like That was 2010. Yeah. There was so many... There's so many people, even in our own city, that, like, will never have the opportunity to even be able to rent a house like this. Yeah. And I'm like, so to me, that's progress. Like, that's progress for us. Yeah, no, we're... I'm listening to a book that's putting a lot of stuff in perspective right now. Yeah. Um, It's by Jen Hatmaker. It's called Interrupted. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you have to burp again? No. Are you sure? Is it going to get stuck in your beard? <clears throat> My burp? <laughs> Maybe. Um, it's called Interrupted. Uh-huh. And it's, it's, it's a very churchy book so far. Churchy. It's a churchy book. She's uh, pretty religious. Um, but it's, it's good. Mm-hmm. She's so far talked about um, like being a Christian and loving Jesus and doing everything that a good Christian does. And then um, she she mentions that, and she has a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she, she said a prayer in her car about some, something along the lines of like, 
asking God to make her passionate about something. Hmm. And the the so far the first I don't know if it has chapters or not or if it's just a straight book. But um the the bit I've I've listened to so far is talking about just the inequality in in um income and wealth mm-hmm. that Americans have compared to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's insane. Um one of the stats she mentioned was like um thirty five if you if you make thirty five thousand a year, you are the top five percent in the world. Mm-hmm. Most of the world lives in extreme poverty and like a vast majority of the world lives in like poverty. So it's kind of interesting like when we start getting down on ourselves for like money stuff mm-hmm. the rest of the world is like way 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 poorer right. than what we we have in the United States right and then the book goes on to talk about um there's the the uh, the bit in the gospels where Jesus is resurrected and he meets the disciples and they're out by um the lake and Jesus asks Peter, like, do you love me? He's like, of course I love you. And he asks him, like, three times, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, Jesus, I love you. He's like, well, then feed my sheep. Mm-hmm. But she's talking about how she interpreted that is Jesus is like, literally, they're starving to death. They're so poor, they don't have food. Right. Feed them. Right. <laughs> and she, like, was thinking about these stats about, about um, children that are, like, starving to death all over the world. Mm-hmm. And she ended up looking them up, and like the n- numbers that she imagined, I guess were were spot on. Like there's a certain amount of millions of kids that are dying from starvation or hunger or like related diseases. Like most kids don't have clean water, and they get diseases like waterborne diseases and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. And then here I am, or here we are worried about like our little issues that's what she's talking about like this first world issue this mm-hmm. the first world problems that's kind of a joke yeah to everybody is actually like legit an issue like you know what i mean oh yeah no for sure like we talk about our first world problems we could we could solve world hunger by the amount of food that we throw away mm-hmm. and the amount of food that we feed our livestock yeah no that's true and Which is kind of depressing and also kind of fucked up. Yeah. So it's been a, it's been interesting. I'm not done with them. Like maybe a third away, a third of the way through, but that kind of put things into perspective to me. I don't know why we started talking about that, but no perspective. Yeah. Um, with my job too, like sometimes I have to work with the individuals we serve, like one on one. Um, and they are intellectually disabled, so they have some issues. One of the ladies has Downs, and then the other one is deaf, and she has another. Um, syndrome that I I can't think of the name right now but I can't imagine going through life having to depend on other people for every single thing including helping me like go to the bathroom Mm -hmm. like it's really humbling being around that and like realizing that like me bitching and complaining about not getting my coffee in the morning is not a problem you know like like one of our ladies has dementia and she's literally like forgetting who she is and forgetting everything. And she sundowns like once a day. What is sundown? Um, it's part of dementia. It's kind of like a, a giant state of confusion. 
Like when people are sundowning, they can get really emotional. They can start crying. They don't know where they are. They don't recognize people that normally they would. It's very scary. Imagine like waking up in this house and not knowing where you are or who any of us are. And just being really confused about what time of day it is, what day it is, what year it is, how old you are, like everything you know as like a constant in your life doesn't exist. Like nothing that is familiar to you is familiar and nothing exists and you're just, you're just lost in every sense of the word. It'd be terrifying. Mm-hmm. This lady deals with that every day. Yeah, and she doesn't even have like the verbiage to be able to explain to people how she how she feels. And so to sit there and like watch that happen to somebody every single day and realize they don't even have the words to explain what's going on is pretty humbling. Yeah. Yeah, that's like my six year old could explain his feelings more articulately than this than this lady could. Yeah. Yeah. That's really scary. I'm yeah. not sure how I deal with that. I, I mean, I, I have a hard time dealing, like, thinking about things, like, time. And if well, time is, like, repeating, that's... Well, in dementia, this it's not something that's going to get better. It's going to get worse. Right. So, even knowing that, it's, like, hard to sit and watch because you know that this is just the beginning of, like, what's going to happen. And it's just sad, you know? Hmm. So, yeah, our problems are not big. Um, nope. They're not huge. They're not something to complain about. We are hashtag blessed in a lot of ways. Um, you know, we were we have a house that is better than we could have imagined at the time when we were trying to move, like in a safer neighborhood. You know what I mean? Our kids are going to a good school. Like we have jobs that pay us. We are able to afford to go out with friends if we want to. Like, yeah, I I, I agree. <laughs> You know, we have no reason to complain. I kind of do that all the time, though. I start thinking about other things a lot. I, and I know that it's it's bad. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm in a good spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to, like, balance in between, like, not being complacent mm-hmm. and not being, um, like, completely bogus about my the way I, I, I make decisions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because for me, is a choice though. Yeah, that's a choice. Like if you want to be complacent, you'll choose to be complacent. But if right. you want to keep growing, you'll choose to grow, and you'll right. find ways to do that. Yeah. So I've been wondering, like, what what is the right way to act? What's the right right way to be? Um, because yeah, I would love to live in in a suburb of Seattle. <laughs> I always talk about the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. but it's just it's so beautiful out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it's also really pretty here too, so I'm just unless um, you're in Moriarty. Even Moriarty is pretty. Moriarty naturally is is pretty. Like I enjoyed like the natural beauty of Moriarty. Um, It's the people, like always, that mess things up. But you know what? I know this. I know that documentary was like depressing. Mm -hmm. But I was like thinking, like I'm not any better than than the people there either. You know know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Like, what makes me better? Like, what makes me think that I have my shit together? Or, like, that somehow my situation in life is way above theirs? Like, okay, so I'm not taking my clothes off at, like, a truck stop. Like, good for me, I guess. But the thing is, like, not everybody has the same opportunities that I do. Right. You know? So, like, can I blame them for just trying to get by? 
Yeah, for sure. Like, maybe they don't have a whole lot of options. I don't know their situation. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they have a kid and the only way they can make money is to do that. I don't know. But I think that empathy thing comes back into play, so. You never know, like, how people were brought up or Well, and I joke, I and... joke about that. Like, I joke about Moriarty. But the truth is, like... I could go do something to fix that person's situation. I could go try to help that situation in Moriarty. Am I mm-hmm. doing anything about it? No. Yeah. Nobody wants to be in Moriarty, including me. I've been pretty much a jerk when I even mentioned Moriarty. I'm like, it's a it's a dead-end town, which, you know, maybe it is. But if maybe that's the town is, you live but... in, think about the, the, the self-esteem that you must have about, your, like, how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in a dead-end town and that's all you see all the time, what are your options really going to be? And mm-hmm. how, how much are you really going to value the choices that you make? Right. You know, nobody's going to tell you otherwise. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to say, hey, you have potential. Hey, you could do something different. Like, again, complacency is a choice. But, you know. No, gotcha. Yeah, kind of crazy to think about. So, yeah. I've been working on just being grateful for things and trying to enjoy and like savor and not worry too much I worry all the time um I my mind goes into this like area of weirdness where I just think about I I I, I like time travel I time warp to the point where people are dying like people I know are dying and I'm old and then I'm going to be dead and then what's what's beyond that, you know? Like, I try to merge my faith, like what I believe, with what's going to happen. I imagine, like right now, this, this is a blink. Like our life in the scope of time altogether is a blink. Like before I know it, I will be dead. Yeah, and, but, I, and I imagine what that beyond is going to be like. But you're like, okay, philosophically though, like you you focus a lot on that on the spirituality mm-hmm. of yourself and your faith and you can't worry so much about that because right now is all that you have there's mm-hmm. no guarantee i mean even like biblically speaking like tomorrow's not guaranteed for you yeah. like the past is over you can't do anything about that tomorrow's not guaranteed you may or may not be alive tomorrow tomorrow might be your day to die who knows Hopefully not. I mean, I'm not going to gouge you in the neck or anything, but I'm just saying, like, tomorrow might be your day. Do you know what I mean? You can get hit by a bus. Are you, are you threatening me? No. Okay. Also, I just thought of Gio, and I wanted to say hit by a bus. Okay. Um, <laughs> Shout out John and Gio. Yeah. But, but, the, but the thing is, like, you can't worry about something you can't control. The only thing you can control is right here, right now, what you do. So if your kids are in front of you, right here, right now, love them, spend time with them. Be the best fucking dad you can be yeah. right now. I will. Because that's what they're going to remember when you're gone. And it may be tomorrow and it may be in 50 years. Yeah. But you can't control that. And you can't worry about it. Like, worrying is not going to prolong it. I understand. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still, <laughs> I still do. And I, and, I, and I understand those things, too. Like, I know I need to, like, whatever. But, um... Unless you're taking shots of tequila, then you should definitely worry about right now. <laughs> tequila maybe is not. not good for me. Think about think about your future. Tequila does not that toilet. even thinking about tequila. I, know, like, I can't even. Uh, that's so all I'm saying. So so mostly don't worry unless you're taking shots of tequila. Mm-hmm. Then worry. 
Yeah. A lot. That's really the only exception. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to... Um, I'm glad we're laughing because I'm trying to yeah. <laughs> get our sense of humors up. Yeah. Because typically if we run into each other, it's like annoyance <laughs> um, with each other. Can so I just... I'm, yeah, go ahead. I have to get something off my chest. Go ahead. Um, today I was kind of pissed. At who? Well, annoyed, really, not pissed. Yeah, at, at me? you. Yeah, I mean, big surprise. But no, like I, I came home from work. I was trying really hard to like put myself aside and just be like, okay, just like go sit down, be sincere, ask him how his day was. Don't and I and focus I was like, shit. I was in a space where I need I. Oh, hang on, I have an itch on my forehead. Um, sorry. You're not growing a second beard, are you? On my forehead? I hope not. <laughs> you never know. Um, I have a preceding hairline. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like you laid down to me and I was watching a YouTube show. I know. And. I know. You know how when you just want to be by yourself? Oh, like every day of my life? When yeah, I come like every day work? of my life too. Um, like when you're like, let's go walk to your parents. Let's do this. I'm like, no, I don't want to do anything. I want to no. lay on this couch yeah, and know. do nothing. I think that I, th- I think that we need to be more open with each other, like open towards each other's company and well, touch. I, I just kind of wanted you to say like, hey, you know, like, like, dro- like drop what I was doing and no, not even that. Just be upfront with me. Don't no. not be passive aggressive, but say like. Hey, I'm doing this right now. Can we talk in a few minutes? Like, I, I do want but, to hear about your day, but like, let's yeah. talk in a few minutes. But the thing is, my YouTube video was not that important. I should have just dropped what I was doing and you were turned irate. to you. I was, I wasn't irate, but anyway. Oh, no, I yeah, know. I think okay. maybe you were. Okay, we can stop pointing the finger. And I'm yes, not- I'm saying what I should have done was to drop what I was doing because that YouTube video was not important. And I should have turned to you and I should have listened to what you had to say i did the wrong thing i don't know i just think about like i'm gonna be gone tomorrow like i have to work tomorrow night till 11 not happy with it don't really want to talk about it right now but like we don't have a lot of time together like literally tomorrow you're gonna get up you're gonna go to work i'm gonna get up go to my audit then i'm gonna come back be alone thank god for a little bit (laughs) And then I'm going to go work till Back 11. To work? Yep. And we're not going to have a lot of time. And, I, and I'm not going to have time so with So tomorrow I'm going to say bye to you. And I won't see you until you come home that night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to make the most of the time that I have huh. here with my family. Maybe I'll see if I can have dinner with your parents tomorrow. Mm, tomorrow's <laughs> Tuesday? Yeah. Yeah. That might work. So. Yeah. No, I got you. I understand um, I always leave every conversation with more questions, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, that's the beauty of things, I guess. Like you are always learning. So, anyways, did you have any shout-outs that you wanted to um, um throw on this episode? Local shout-outs. Shout-outs. Things that you're excited about. Oh man, I don't know. My mind has has been occupied with work mm-hmm. 
it kind of blows my mind how much my mind is op- occupied with work because I don't so I don't feel like it is that okay. much. So let's not talk about that. Let's not talk um, about work. I am excited about work though. But let's talk about shoutouts. Yeah. Uh, okay. Because work sucks. Um. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to um not be interested in the things I'm interested in anymore. If you were to see my YouTube feed, it is a lot of tech videos and um, comedians and what else do I watch? I'm talking about shout outs. I know. I'm just, I'm, t- I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like tell you what occupies my brain space right now. Um, tech videos and comedians and um, like science stuff. I'm trying to get the tech videos out. Mm-hmm. We were having a conversation the other night with our friends about tech. Yeah. And Mad Men. Yeah. And I was, we were talking about like, hey, can you, do you think that you could survive in the Mad Men age? No, not as a woman. Maybe. Or if, if like, if it was Mad Men, like, technology, but today. Okay, so progressive mindset, but Mad Men. Yeah, not like, not like, yeah, yeah, you can work, but you're going to make a third of what this man okay, over here. Okay, we're not talking job. like women's lib or anything. Right. Okay. No, just like, you know, same architecture, same technology, same, mm-hmm. um, I guess maybe a little bit of the lifestyle, yeah. the good bits. Um, like, could could you survive doing that? And we're saying like, yeah, I think so. But we were just trying to imagine like having a home phone. But you wouldn't only, know any different. Having a home phone only mm-hmm. and a work phone, getting your news from the newspaper um, you wouldn't know when you're hanging different. out with friends or 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 people. You're like you're not going to be on your phone. You're not. Gonna, nothing is going to occupy your time except for your friends. Um, when you're with your wife or husband, nothing's going to occupy that space except for your wife or your husband. You don't have a distraction, a, d- a device where you have a connection to all of the information in the world, yeah. like at your fingertips. Excuse me. Um, you got some burping happening. I'm, I just finished a porter. Well, Give me a break. Lord. Anyways, don't um, spill that on my couch. I'm not. It's empty. Do you think you could survive that? Like having just a home phone and a work phone? Yeah, if I didn't know any differently, because yeah. I would have nothing to compare it to. I wouldn't yeah. be like, oh man, I'm sure missing what I don't have. I wouldn't know that I don't have mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? It yeah. would just be life as usual, be business as usual. Right. But sometimes I'm thinking like, oh man, that new iPhone XS Max looks really cool. I'm Except like, for then you get it and then there's something else. The whole point also of... Also it's $1,200. Which is stupid for a But my, my, my phone is amazing and it should last a long time. Also, I don't need my phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, consumerism would have you believe otherwise. But... Yeah. And the thing is too, with retail and all of that, like... It's marketed, everything is marketed to you, even like fashion and clothing. Yeah. It's marketed to you to make you feel like you're behind. So you go out and spend a bunch of money, and then that's when the next season or the next this comes out. There's a rotation cycle. Yeah. It's supposed to make you feel like you're missing out or you're behind because that's what gets you to spend money. Right. You know, so. Yeah. It would be weird. Um, it would be weird, like, canceling internet canceling cell phones having just a home phone connection like subscribing to magazines in a newspaper like 
That's what people used to do. They subscribed to magazines. That's where they got their entertainment. Mm-hmm. And newspapers. TV, maybe, but... Well, they had, like, antenna bunny ears TV. Yeah. Right? Like, so, um, I don't know. What are you listening to? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. Mm-hmm. Um, I am listening to this amazing artist. Her name is Meg Myers. Um... Her music videos are intense. Hmm. Intense. Um, I love her. Yeah. I have to I'm I'm really picky about like female vocal artists. Like I I Yeah. They have to be a little bit raw for me to actually want to listen to them. Um I'm not talking like Taylor Swift shit. I'm talking like I want it to be edgy and kind of almost uncomfortable. But um, Meg Myers, really, really good artist. If you haven't heard her, check her out. Um, she's just got lyrics that dig deep mm-hmm. and the music to back it up. So, I don't know. I'm super into it right now. That's good. Yeah. Meg Myers? Meg Myers. Yeah, you were listening to a little bit the other day and I, I liked it. Yeah. Like, how about podcasts? Um, Not so much lately, honestly. I haven't really been doing too many podcast binge listening just because hmm. I've been... Tired. Yeah, I really haven't had the time. Yeah. But. As you yawn. I know. I don't like that I'm tired all the time. But it's just part of my life. What are you even doing? I'm trying to find her most recent album. You're like trying to multitask and talk and do this stuff. Oh, Meg Myers is on tour. Dallas, Houston, Austin, of course. Atlanta, Nashville, Norfolk, D.C., Brooklyn. Yep. Cambridge, Detroit, Columbus, Chicago, Omaha, Denver. That's too soon. We wouldn't be able to go. Damn it. Portland. Of course. Seattle. Oh, sold out. Go figure. L.A. Hmm. At the L.A. Kansas City. Mm. The Buzz's Basic Witch Party. That's a venue. That sounds pretty awesome. Hmm. Tulsa. Tulsa. Jacksonville, Florida. She's incredible. Yeah. And I love her. Good stuff. Um... I am listening to a few albums that I haven't listened to in a while, kind of rediscovering. But um, there's one, If I Never Speak Again, it's by Hearts Like Lions. They're kind of like a little bit of like an old school emo. I know, yeah. I like them. Um, And then I've been listening to Thank You For Today, which is a new album by Death Cab for Cutie. That one actually is growing on me. Yeah. And then, and then I'm listening. I guess I'm in an emo's mood, emo mood. I guess <laughs> because I'm listening to Imbue, or is it Imbue? Imbue by the early November. Um, they're very emo from the 2000s. Yeah, the aughts. So that's what I've been listening to. Podcasts. Um, Everything is alive. I've been. I've kind of listened to that. It's it's a fun podcast. Um, this guy Ian Chichilling. Chichilling? Um, That's he, his name? I think so. Chichilling. Chichilling. He, uh, he interviews inanimate objects. Oh, you were telling me about this. You mentioned this last time. I do remember yeah. that. One of my friends told us about it, and it's been really cool. So I remember that, that has been a fun, fun podcast. Uh, so anyways. I do listen to Sword and Scale. I mean, that's just one that I regularly listen to. Oh, yeah. Um, true crime podcast. Hmm. So. Sword and Scale's good. Um, and then True Crime Garage, which I've mentioned before. Um, but yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. 
True Crime Garage. Yeah. Is it in the garage? Yeah. It's a couple of dudes drinking beer and talking about true crime. Yeah. Okay. Because that's what I'm into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Stuff You Should Know podcast. I love that one. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I know we made another podcast. We made another podcast. One day you'll get to hear the real beats of Jeff, but for now, it's going to be lo-fi. Enjoy. Enjoy.